this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Listen to some of the best in modern audio drama right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Welcome to Chronosphere Fiction. This is your host, Daniel French. Today we rejoin the future of zombies with Generation Z, Chapter 5, Do or Die. So climb aboard the Chronosphere, strap in, and here we go. Living Zone 4, the Barracks of the Lifeguard. get up on your feet everyone pronto we're going to be graced by a message from our beloved consul to all his loyal lifeguard regiments into the courtyard there'll be time to get dressed later let's go the consul this must be important Brr, it's cold fall in the consul of the united living zones Lifeguard, guardsmen and women, soldiers, warriors, from the sandy shores of Living Zone 5 to the paved streets of Living Zone 1, the deserts of Living Zone 11 to the mountains of Living Zone 4 and elsewhere, I salute you. Your people salute you. Your country honors you. Your enemies tremble at your might. As we near a full century of continental cohabitation with the dead, one thing must be said. Life endures. We have fought and fought and fought again for our survival, and we have won. But the final victory has eluded us. The prosperity and plenty that our people have earned through irrepressible perseverance has, for a hundred years, been undeservedly denied us. The egregious injustice calls out for redress. Why should the living be indefinitely consigned to subhuman conditions while luxury and opulence are reserved for the inhuman? Have we not suffered? Have we not struggled? Are we not due a greater share of this nation that once belonged solely to we, the people? We have proven ourselves both patient and peaceful, but the day of just requisition draws nearer, when we will hesitate no longer to demand what has been withheld from us, and to take it if our eternal enemy refuses. The zombie president will arrive in LZ-1 this very week, 
to personally negotiate more advantageous terms for the undead under existing treaties, invariably at the expense of the ULZ. I will receive his delegation on the living's behalf without fear, hatred, or suspicion. But know this, I will not abide further aggressions from the undead. I will not allow the ULZ to be treated as some protectorate or satellite state, and I will not retreat an inch. With the proud and warlike spirit of my lifeguards will I pronounce our people's discontent, and they will grant us long overdue accessions, or they will face the consequences. Be vigilant, be ready, be on your guard, for this night of living death is coming to a close, and the dawn of the living will soon break over the horizon. The Consul has spoken. Let beating hearts ring out. Let beating hearts be hardened, let fearful nerves be sealed. Let guards rebelling from their ranks and farms from their fields. The ULZ is calling its children far and near. Let zombies rout in terror for the day. Bays of blood are overflowing, life springs up from dead and earth. Hope and freedom rule once more, humanity's rebirth. So take the bones, join hand in hand, or living brothers make your stand. Your lives, your children, and your land are threatened by the dark. But they will know wherever we go the strength of beating hearts. Into uniform, all of you, and report back here at 0700 hours. Dismissed. Except you, Samantha. Huh? Come here. Yes? Sir, I'm assigning you a very special job today. Yes, sir? Guard duty in Wing C. Sir, you mean... That's right. The cell block. The prisoners aren't liable to give you much trouble. However... Yes, sir? I'd also like you to select one of them by the end of the day. What for, sir? For the mercy of death. <laughs> if you don't make a selection, I'll choose five of them myself. Is that understood? Yes, sir. Good. Return to your bunk and get into uniform. Later, in the cell block... Why are you doing this? I have a family! I'm sorry. Hey, butthead, why'd you shut the door on me? Sorry, I didn't see you, I... Shut up! That's better. What are you doing here? Keeping an eye on you, as Captain Roberts put it. Making sure you don't screw up royally. Oh? Plus, someone on duty's gotta hold on to these. And he doesn't trust you. Imagine that. Leanne? Listen, little girl. Don't talk to me, and don't talk to them either. Go over there to the East End. 
I'll take this one. Psst. Hey. Hey. I'm not supposed to talk to you. Sorry. Step over here between me and the wall and they won't be able to see you. My name's Nick. I'm Sam. What do you want with us? What are you going to do? I, I don't really know. I haven't been here very long. Why would you want to do this to us? I don't. I don't even want to join the lifeguard. They made me. Ah. Uh. So you're a zombie? Yeah. And you're alive? Yeah. I haven't talked to somebody that's alive since, well, since when I was. When was that? Like a hundred years ago, when the transition happened. Oh, wow. What? I've just never met anyone that old before. Oh, yeah. I guess not. Are you hungry? Do they feed you? We don't have to eat, you know. Oh, yeah. You don't even eat people? Ugh, no. Why would we do that? I always heard that's what you guys ate. Definitely not. Not in the UDZ, anyway. Y you aren't uncomfortable, right? I heard you guys don't feel a lot. Well, it's cramped. Can't move much, but whatever. I'm sorry for everything. I wish I could let you out. I wish none of us had to be here. Where are you from? I lived in a little cabin just a short way from here. You have a family? My brother's here. My mom's back at the cabin. She's been really sick. I'm sorry. Do you have a family? Sure. Dad and a brother in DZ7. They're probably really worried about me. So, how did you get here? What happened? I was just out for a walk at night when I got swept up by a bunch of, I guess, zombies. They tied me up and threw me in a big truck with a lot of the others. We drove for days and days with them stopping to kidnap others now and then. Finally, there was this, like, handoff between them and the living. Then they took us here. What would other zombies do that for? I have no idea. They wouldn't talk to us. But I think I overheard them talking about trading us for guns and stuff. Guns? That's weird. Yeah. I don't get why the dead would treat their own kind like that. I'd expect that from the living. No offense. It's okay. Do you- Sam! Yes? What are you doing back there? Nothing. Just leaning on the wall. Whatever. Just stay where I can see you. All right. Sounds like you're almost as much of a prisoner as us. Mm-hmm. You want to go home, don't you? I want to see my mom. Last time I was there, she was almost, almost gone. What is she sick with? Consumption. There's no cure. Hey, you know zombies don't get sick, right? What? There's literally no disease in the UDZ. Well, good for you guys. You know, um, that immunity, it can be passed on. What do you mean? How? Well, uh, with the syndrome. Oh, oh, you mean Sam? Hey, Sam, are you talking to them over there? No, I'm reciting the lifeguard pledge. Captain Roberts wanted me to memorize it. Fine. I'm going to use a latrine real quick. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Fine. Good thinking. Thanks. Anyway. If your mom became a zombie, she'd be cured. But, but she'd be... What? Dead? We walk. We talk. We think. Dead things don't do that. 
she'd still be your mom and all. I... I just don't know. You said it's incurable, right? If nobody does anything, then... Then she'll really be dead. You're right, but... I mean, how could I even give her the syndrome? You can. I can. You? Yeah, just let me out of here. And then what? Then we sneak out and go to that cabin. It's close, you said. Yeah, but the last time I snuck out, it was nighttime. And they'll know I'm gone. Even if we got out of here, they'd probably head straight for the cabin. We'd never make it. Hmm. I got an idea. What? Let us all out. Wait, what? Let us all out and they won't even think about catching you. They'll be too busy trying to round us up and to not get infected. That's the ticket. A lot of us will get away. It's a good plan. I mean... We don't want to be here. Help us and we'll help you. Come on, girl. Help us out. We need each other, Mine miss. I need to work. All right. We're out of here. Thank you. <laughs> the keys. Are they with the other guard? Shh, shh, shh. She put them up on a shelf. Quiet. I'll get them. It's too high. What? I can't reach them. They're they're too high up. Come back here. Quick. Here. I'll lend you a hand or an arm. What do you mean? Take my hand and pull my arm off. What? Hurry. We don't have much time. It won't hurt. We can reattach it later. Come on. That's the time. It'll work. Get us out of here. Fine, all right. Just yank it real good. You did it. Go get the keys. All right, let's see. Got him. Thanks, Sam. I won't forget this. Now let's get the other cages open. A few moments later. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One. Huh? The hell is that? Captain! Captain! And they're out! Sound the alarm! What? What are you talking about? The zombies, sir! They're out! Holy shit. Two arms! Two arms! Sound the alarm! Get to your weapons! That little bitch. You know what to do. Shoot on sight, it'll slow them down. Careful with the incendiaries, I don't want the damn place burning to the ground. In the surrounding woods. Oh no! Come on! We gotta keep going! Will they be alright? I hope so. There were a lot of us. There are more guards. Hundreds. Well, we don't go down that easy. Here. Do you want your arm back? Later. How far is the cabin? Not too far. A couple of minutes. I hope nothing happens to your brother. Yeah, me too. You don't think he'd help them find you, do you? 
Probably. He's loyal to them. But your family? Their family, too, to him. That's crazy. He didn't even care that our mom was dying. I thought the living valued, well, life. Yeah, maybe too much. I wondered for a long time now how the living lived. This isn't really the way I wanted to find out. What did you think it was like in the living zones? I don't know. Like it is in the dead zones, sort of. And what's it like there? Well, not like it is here. Are there other living zones like this? I don't know. I've never been to another one. You haven't? No. Not even on vacation or anything? Vacation? Yeah. What's that? You know, like when you go somewhere else, just for fun. You don't do that here? Um, not really. Sometimes we visit other parts of the zone for supplies, but I mean, this is our home. Huh, that's weird. Do you drive cars or anything? Some people do. Not a lot. Aren't too many roads. It's hard to build them in this district. Other parts of the zones are flatter. Seems pretty rough around here. Yeah, life's rough. Oh, there it is. I can see it. Just up ahead. Great. Do you have any staples there? Do we have any what? Um, tape? No, we don't. Nails? Yeah, I think we have a couple. What for? The arm. Oh, okay. But first we can help your mom, all right? Yes, please. What does she think of zombies? Um, she's kind of afraid of them, I guess. Do you think she'll even want me to pass on the syndrome to her? Uh, we'll see. Mom! Hey, Mom! It's me! Are you here? Come on! Mom! Uh-oh. Mom? Can you hear me? Mom! I think... I think we're too late. Open her mouth. What? Hold her mouth open and give me my arm. Just a little blood will do it. Here. It's too late. She's not breathing. She's gone. Wait. Just wait a minute. <coughs> Mom! <coughs> Samantha! I, I, where am I? What? Who's that little boy? And why is he holding his arm? And, am I alive? Um. Well... Yes and no. Dead Zone 1, Jay Stillwater International Airport. Well, here we are. Busy. Of course. Exciting times, the summit and all. The first civilian delegations into the ULZ this week. It's just too weird. Everything with Nick. You can say that again. I don't know what to expect at this point, but it's our only lead on your brother. Yeah. You think it has something to do with everything that's going on? I don't know. But it almost gives you that idea, doesn't it? Well, now what? Um, I'm not entirely sure. He didn't give any instructions beyond... Oh, look. There's our ride. Hmm? The sign there. Hobbs family. Hello. You're Mr. Hobbs from DZ7? I am. And you must be Kevin. Yeah. And you are? Your chauffeur, of course. Please, come with me. I'm to bring you straight to your hotel. All right, then. 
Are we going to hear from our host anytime soon? I don't know, sir. And even if I did, I wouldn't be at liberty to say. I'll take your bags. Oh, thank you. Follow me, please. On the road. Well, I see not much has changed around here. Ah, when was your last time in Dead Zone 1? Oh, around 20, 25 years ago, on business. And did you bring your sons? No, they were at summer camp at the time. So you know about Nick? I was told there were two sons and only one would be coming. Hmm. Little has changed on the surface, Mr. Olbs. But beneath the neoclassical veneer, nothing is constant. Seems that way these days. In fact, I've heard tell that President Knox is expected to address the United Dead Zones from the Rose Garden this afternoon and formally announce the date of the summit. Exciting. Indeed. Have you ever seen the Capitol, Kevin? Not for a couple decades. Can't remember much about it. You can just see the dome from the Capitol building from here. And on the right there is the Rhodes Memorial, constructed from the granite of the Washington Monument after it was destroyed by shelling in the war of year 10. I remember that. Quite a big deal. They were worried they'd have to relocate the government. Twas the first time the district was assailed by invaders since the Redcoats burned down the White House in the War of 1812. Fortunately, the living were repulsed before they breached the metropolitan area. Those were hard times, the interzonal wars. Lost my younger brother in the War of Year 3. Then my older brother in the War of Year 7. By Year 10, I had the good sense to be far away from Dead Zone 1. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you, sir. I'm just glad there's been peace on the continent since then. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, we keep the wars on foreign fields. Lucky for us, not so much for them. Well, someday we'll win, and the fighting will cease. Or they will. <laughs> Once the UDZ and the ULZ are working in tandem, there's nothing we can't accomplish. That's the conventional wisdom. We may not be at each other's throats, but we aren't exactly allies. That's changing very quickly, as you're aware. True. And to think, it only took a hundred years for relations to improve. Here we are, gentlemen. Wow, fancy. Of course. No expense spared. I'll see to your luggage. Thank you. Mr. Hobbs, at last we meet. I take it you're the gentleman I spoke with over the phone? Correct. My name is Benjamin Danton. I serve as Chief of Staff to President Knox. Damn. Kevin... It's quite all right. I know this must all be very confusing, very surprising for you both. I sincerely apologize for the secrecy, but I'm afraid it must be maintained for a little while longer. How do you mean? I should point out, Mr. Hobbs, that I am not your patron, though I am familiar with your work. My compliments. Oh. For security reasons, he wishes to remain anonymous for the time being. I've been acting as a, an intermediary. He's an associate of mine. I see. And my son, Nick, what- Our mutual friend is the one in possession of that information, and will be sure to share it with you when he meets you face to face. And when might that be? When you visit Living Zone 1 shortly. He'll be traveling there for the summit as well. Do you at least know if my son is all right? If he's safe? Can you tell me that much? He is, Mr. Hobbs. Good. Good. That's a... It's a huge relief, Mr. Danton. I must ask that you refrain from sharing any details touching upon this matter with anyone else. It's vital that you stay mum about your son, the reason for your visit, and about myself and my own involvement. Sure, absolutely. Kevin, that means you too. Fine. 
And if somebody asks why we're here or why we're going to the ULZ? You wrote to your senator and they were kind enough to dole out a pair of tickets. Don't worry. All the arrangements have been made. You won't raise any suspicion. Will you be joining us in Living Zone 1? I won't, regrettably. The president's expressed his desire that I stay behind to look after certain domestic affairs. Well, I I can't possibly thank you enough for all your help, sir. Please, no thanks necessary. Really, I, I don't know how I can ever express my gratitude. It means so much to Kevin and I. I'm a public servant. Helping citizens in need is my duty. I'm sure soon enough Nick will be thanking you too. I have no doubt. Your bags have been taken to your room, sir. Well, if you two have it in you, I was just on my way to hear the president speak. I don't suppose you'd care to tag along? What do you say, Kev? Sure. Why not? Excellent. In the Rose Garden. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. It is truly my pleasure and privilege to stand here today, just two weeks short of the 100th anniversary of the Great Transession, to celebrate the budding friendship between the two countries that it birthed. This coming Wednesday, I will lead a team of diplomats and a number of civilians into Living Zone 1 for a historic summit with the council and his government during which we will fully expect to negotiate a framework for free interzonal trade, increasing military cooperation, and a long-awaited exchange program. An accordance of this nature is exactly the kind of thing that was envisioned a great many years ago when President Rhodes stood where I stand now to outline his olive branch policy for tolerance and cooperation between zones and peoples. I was here to see it, merely a representative staffer at the time. And although his vision has been interrupted by armed hostility and prejudicial fear from both sides, peace and camaraderie have proven the ultimate victors. Those we once called our enemies, we now embrace as brothers, not simply neighbors. The Council shares our hope for a special relationship between the ULZ and the UDZ. The both of us firmly believe that the time has come for the undying tenacity of the Americans, both living and dead, to be rewarded with the kind of mutual prosperity we once enjoyed as one people united. Or indeed, ours is a shared destiny. And make no mistake... The good that we choose to effect won't be confined to the continent. The entire world shall take note of the example that we are setting. I dare say this could be the beginning of a whole new chapter in relations between zombies and the living across the globe. Each and every one of us, we can be proud and should be of what we are accomplishing. This, friends, is our path forward into a future brighter than we can know. Thank you, everyone. Dr. Schneider's Bunk Beneath Living Zone 1
<sighs> Get your ass in gear. You're wanted in the lab, immediately. Already? What for? They said there's been a breakthrough. What? What are they doing, running tests without me? How the hell would I know? Just get the lead out of your ass. Tell them I'll be right there. <laughs> Fuck that. I ain't room service. <sighs> Son of a bitch. Glad you could join us, Doctor. Pardon my tardiness. No one told me that. Wait, wait, what is this? I thought you two were already at it. Lars said there was some kind of breakthrough. And so there was. Whitney, what's going on here? I'm sorry, Schneider. This is out of my hands. Megan, would you care to explain? Happily. You're being placed on indefinite leave. What? On whose authority? Mine. And the consul stands by me. Well, why? For what reason am I being removed from this project? What reason? Your loyalty to the ULZ has been called into question. That's absurd. Dr. Whitney and I have been attached to this from the very beginning. Oh, come on. Anyone could see that your resolve has weakened. Hmm? Your sympathy for zombies outweighs your determination to, to see this task through, this important task. I, quite frankly, there are doubts that you lack the stomach. Outrageous. I've always followed orders. I've been relentless, searching for this cure each and every day for longer than... You were told to develop a vaccine at any cost. But the collateral losses hitherto have proven too much for you to bear. So I'm <coughs> insufficiently amoral, is that it? I'm not eager enough to murder zombies? I'd say that's the rub, more or less. This is, this is disgraceful. This must be a joke. Oh, it's no joke, Mr. Schneider. The Consul has concluded that this effort is too important for us to allow you to hinder it. Dr. Whitney, how can you abide this? We're partners. There's more to this than you know, I'm afraid. What are you talking about? Oh, allow me to make it just a little bit more plain. You were trusted enough to be made privy to the Consul's plans for open conflict with the UDZ. However, you have no pretense of fighting the enemy. You've failed to display even a, a satisfactory allegiance to your own country. You refuse to fight your battle in this war. God damn it, Dr. Megan. Are we trying to cure them or kill them? We are trying to conquer them. And this, I warrant, would entail a combination of both. I must say, though, you do deserve thanks in, in one respect. You've formulated a very reliable chemical means of killing zombies, but um, well, so now, now, now that you refuse to develop it any further, your usefulness is at an end. You're, you're saying that... We're making weapons, Schneider. You've always known that. No, no. We're trying to find a vaccine. You were. And then you stumbled on something... Just as valuable. You've misappropriated my work. No, 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 we've potentiated it. It's nearly ready for mass production as a deployable chemical weapon, thanks to you. That's why you wanted to vaporize the solution. Of course. This, this will give our troops a sorely needed edge at home and abroad. Wait, in a matter of months, guns, tanks, even flamethrowers will be outdated. This, this is the most effective zombie repellent to date. So that, that's what the console truly wanted from us this past month. It's why I was brought in. And how fortunate that I was. With you unwilling to help the cause. 
and the vaccine, this is no longer a priority? They're simply going to exterminate the undead? <laughs> uh, yeah, see, um, an experimental vaccine was developed over a month ago. So, Wait, what? Yeah. Did you think that you two were the only scientists in all the ULZ working towards a cure? <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, yeah I, I did what you've been unable to do in your time here. So. You? Your new lodgings are ready for you, Schneider. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, your lab clearance has, um, oh, it's been revoked. But uh, we, we can't let you return to the surface now, can we? Not as a, a potential enemy of the state that knows quite a bit. You can't do this. <laughs> Watch me. Whitney, you're going to let this happen? I'm sorry, Doctor. A job's a job. You won't come to any harm. Just a, a stint in detention until the consul decides how best to proceed. Perhaps a, a little time to think over your choices will bring about a, a change of heart. Hmm. If you think I'll willingly be a tool for mass murder, you're mistaken. <laughs> oh, you're such a disappointment, Doctor. Well, enjoy your holiday, Lars. Come on. The manhandling is unnecessary. Let go of me. I've been waiting for the day I dragged you out of that lab for a long, long time, Schneider. I'm going to enjoy myself. Where are you taking me? Your new home sweet home. But my things. Forget about your shit. You'll have all you ever need in your cell. My cell? So now I'm a common prisoner? Schneider, shut the fuck up. Just a friendly reminder before I kick the shit out of you. I don't have to play nice with you anymore. I suppose every dog has his day. The bars are a nice touch, eh? Oh, and I don't think they've washed those sheets since the last occupant left. And what happened to him? It's my sincere hope that you'll find out real soon. In you go, Doc. Get comfy. If you need any food or toilet paper, just scream. Sooner or later, somebody will hear you. <laughs> Shit. Christ. Missing me already, Lars? Hello, Doctor. Oh. I'm sorry it had to come to this. Why did you lie to me? I wanted to believe that eventually you'd accept the truth. It quickly became apparent that you wouldn't. Obviously, my suspicions were prudent. You manipulated me. I lead a nation, Doctor. I couldn't possibly hold your hand through this process. War is coming. I expect every man to do his duty. Dr. Megan, is it true she's already found a cure? Three test subjects of hers were successfully resurrected several weeks before she was transferred here. In fact, the vaccine she developed is already in use in the UDZ. An especially important individual in DZ-1 has rejoined the living. Who? The president's only child. Friends of ours behind enemy lines have been administering the vaccine to great effect. But, but why? Why her? Because of her visibility. Soon enough, the dead zones will witness for themselves the cure's effectiveness at the onset of the invasion. Legions of them will flock to us voluntarily. And those that don't? Well, this is where the cure you developed comes in. That's insidious. It's necessary. 
We all have a choice to make, Doctor. Life or death. What was that? Was that a threat? <sighs> Dr. Schneider, I don't wish to dispose of you. I admire your prowess, and I even understand your moral timidity to a degree. I'd like you on my side, but you'll just have to come around. Meaning what? You're smart enough to know. I don't expect you to like orders, just to follow them. Hmm, moral timidity, you said. I think of it as the opposite, quite frankly. There was a time when doctors swore an oath, you know, affirming their duty to help people and do good. These are the kinds of values held up by the living. At least, they used to be. I appreciate your offer, sir, but I can't accept it in good faith. Well, sleep on it, doctor. You've got plenty of time to think it over, after all. All the time in the world. Please help out our cast and crew by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash chronosphere or contributing on our Podbean site. George is J. Dean Garcia. Sam is Deborah Cristobal. Leanne is Dr. Michelle Booz. Captain Roberts and Mr. Danton are Zachary James Macias. Consul Nathaniel is Blake Benlin. We welcome our new cast member, Joey Ochoa, as Nick. Kathy Lieberman is Sam's mom. Will Geary is Kevin. Warren Clark is Mr. Hobbs. Van Riker is President Knox. Mike Bethel is Dr. Whitney. Sarah Golding is Dr. Megan. Rod Diaz is Dr. Schneider. And I am Lars, the driver and various background zombies. Generation Z is written by Blake Benlin and produced by Daniel French. Well, it's time to drop you guys off. Hope to see you on the next trip. In the meanwhile, keep your cosmos clean. Not adjust your sets. You're tuned to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Tomorrow on Mutual is Thursday Thrillers, our roundup of action, adventure, mystery, crime, drama, and thrillers, of course. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of diverse audio tales. Or find the Thursday Thrillers feed in your favorite podcast players. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.